Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adil Amarsi Unplugged. I'm your host with the most as always. Adil Amarsi was sponsored by AdilMarcy.com. Uh, also purelyhosting.com forward slash Adil. Go there, get some business site hosting for your stuff, get your shit together, and of course they'll build your site for you as well. Uh, also if you check out TanyaWillis.com, that's T-A-N-Y-A Willis, W-I-L-L-I-S, very much like What's the match? With, what was it? What you talking about, Willis? That kind of Willis. dot com. So tinywills. dot com. Uh, they're sponsoring the show for this episode, and of course, as always, we've got Tanya Willis on the show. Tanya, nice to meet you. Hi, Adil. Nice to meet you. I'm very happy to be here. I'm glad that you're here. So I've really. It's kind of strange that um, we met when we did because I haven't told you this, but about a week before you and I connected over Facebook. One of my friends had tagged you in this status, and I was like, oh, hey, should I check out Tanya's stuff? I think I will. This stuff is really cool. But I don't okay. know if I should send a friend request or not. I'll just wait for a little bit. <laughs> and then you sent me one. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to say no. It'll just be rude. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I was looking at uh, mutual friends, and we have a few mutual friends, and I uh, was doing the same thing. I was like, okay, who is this uh, person and check out and yeah, why not to add friends? Yeah, I, w well, when Tanya says few, it's like 107. So, <laughs> and it's like almost an entire friendship cycle in real life. It's like, we have a few friends in common, like two or 300, <laughs> nothing big. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, you are a photographer, if I get this right, because I actually don't know much about you. All I know is that you take, like, really amazing photos. Thank you. What? Okay. Uh, well, I'm a photographer. I'm mom of two girls. They're five and um, seven. And I am online entrepreneur, so not only photography uh, is my passion. I'm passionate about just you know, do what I love, and uh, photography is a big part of it, but I love um, organize everything online, and um, that's pretty much everything about me, what you wanted to ask. <laughs> awesome. Okay, how do you have children? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, this, that sounds so rude, but like, seriously, how do you have kids? You barely look older than me. <laughs> like, like, you don't even look older than me. That, sorry, that's a lie. You look like stupidly younger than me. It's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Well, it's easy because, uh, you know, I shouldn't say that because having girls, it's it's big responsibility to make sure girls are happy. Um, I'm happy with, you know, their behavior, but I'm just taking care of them, taking care of myself. And when you have passion, it seems like you have time for everything. So you just do what you love and take care of your family, enjoy your family. Yeah. Uh, God, it's so amazing um well i don't know what it's like to have children i have a cat that's like the closest i get to being a dad it's like i have a pet cat why because he's fun and i love him uh he's thankfully sleeping right now so if you hear something that sounds like a baby in the background that's just chase being himself because he meows like a cat like a human child it <laughs> it sounds very much like that so okay my question i really wanted to ask you is what camera do you use because i'm an amateur at this kind of thing i just kind of do it for fun but like what camera do you use I have two cameras. The first one is the main one. I'm taking pictures of my clients. is Canon 5D Mark III. Oh, you, you just made me smile so much right now. Thank you. <laughs> and another camera I have, Canon 70D. I use it for my own 
you know, when you when I take pictures of myself, you always see me with a camera, right? Yeah. So it's 70D, but I also use that camera for videos. I love editing videos as well. I should really hire you for that because I hate head editing. I hate editing. Period. Um, considering <laughs> to learn, but it's it's cool too. Once you know, it, it's really nice. It's fun. You're lying to me because I'm kidding. No, it's uh, I've because I write uh, I write direct mail pieces. I like direct response copywriting, and I can tell you right now, the worst thing I hate doing is editing my own work. Because as I'm editing, I'm like, you know what? Forget this. I'm gonna start again and just start writing a new page. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes. You know, when I started, it took me sometimes hours and hours sit and edit pictures and and videos, and then I'm like. Why do I spend so much time on it? Why don't I just focus on quality of my pictures and videos and just, you know, enjoy my life? But before, you're right. I was doing the same thing. I was spent so many hours in Photoshop and Lightroom and iMovie. And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not what I want to do. So I stopped. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Um... Wow, that's weird. Sorry, just random shit comes up on my phone all the time. Um, I'm trying to like, no. Uh, wow. So, okay, I've got to ask you, like, what lens do you use? Because that's really what I wanted to ask. Because editing is like crazy fun for people once they get into it. I mean, I, I know I say I hate editing, but if you put me in front of Photoshop, um, mm -hmm. I spend hours of, like, hours of my time just sitting there trying to get the smallest details right. Because I'm like, I must learn this because I want to be good. Um, but what lenses do you use? Like, what's your favorite lens? So my favorite lens, of course, I love doing portraits. So my favorite lens would be um, Canon 70-200. It's a zoom lens. And I do a lot of myself portraits. I do a lot of uh, model portfolios with this lens. And if I need to, you know, photograph community, if I go out to photograph my clients in a community, um, I just came back from Mexico event for Aspire. And uh, I used a lot... 24 to 70 it's a wide angle lens okay. so wait so yeah. are, are you is your favorite one the canon ef 70 to 200 f 2.0 lens or uh yes cool. f yeah is exactly. it like a silver one it's silver and black mm -hmm. okay cool mm -hmm. sorry i'm just a giant nerd for everyone that's listening to this it's like why are they talking about cameras and stuff I'll explain why in a minute, because if, if your images look absolutely amazing and crisp, I can tell you right now, it helps with everything. And <laughs> I have a horrible habit of just randomly taking stupid photos of myself and being like, why do I look so weird in these? It always <laughs> helps. So I'm a camera nerd. I, I love little lens talks. So that's the, that's the lens that's your favorite. And wait, who's this, who, whose event were you in in uh, Mexico? Oh, say, excuse me, say, say again. Sorry. Um, if yeah, if you if I need to repeat, if, if you need me to repeat anything, just tell me. Um, which event were you at in Mexico? Oh, the event it was Aspire, a digital altitude event, for um, retreat for leaders, and I was taking portraits for all the digital altitude leaders, as well as you know all the communities photos. So I was in charge of that too. That's pretty awesome. It was fun. <laughs> okay, so obviously I'm going to ask you this question because I'm a giant child and, you know, a little bit egotistical with problems with vanity and all the other fun stuff that comes with it. I'm actually joking entirely here, by the way. <laughs> um, how do you take photos of yourself though so well? I mean, like, all your photos, whenever I see them, they're just like, and please do not take this the wrong way, but just 
stunning. Like, you're a good-looking woman. Like, you're gorgeous as it is. But, like, when you take photos of yourself, I'm like, holy crap, does this woman even take a bad photo? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Well, it's practice. First of all, I... It took me some time to learn light, and when you look through your lens and through your camera, you you know certain tricks that you can do with certain settings. And how I do my selfies, I I have two cameras, right? So I always with one on on the camera, and I have remote control with the button. So <laughs> if you would look at some of my images, you will always see my hand is somewhere hide behind me, just clicking the button. I don't want to show that I click the button. <laughs> okay. But I use remote control for my photos. <laughs> okay, so remote control does help. So You know what else helps? It's Go. funny. <laughs> Sometimes I take mirror, like big mirror, and I place it in front of camera and if, even if I go on location for example if it's shoot outside I set up my camera tripod I you know connect my remote control and I set up the the camera uh, the mirror in front of me so I can see myself so you know it's funny how people around kind of looking you know what is she doing what <laughs> 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 is just as long as I'm seeing looking at myself I, I know you know what kind of pictures I will like and it saves me time, like whatever helps. <laughs> that's that's really good because that's like a really good um, thing for me to know, because obviously I'm going to be um, taking far more selfies of myself from now on. So <laughs> you know, Facebook, I apologize, and all my friends on Facebook, I apologize. It's Tanya's fault. <laughs> it's going to be photos, well, photos of me. Now. Good to you know. Some people ask me, why do you take selfies of yourself? And it's not only, you know, good for branding or good for your content on social media. For me, as a photographer, I learn from those images. Like, the way I take my own images, it's like I'm going in this moment in time when I learn and I. it's like I'm talking to my camera. It would be never be like if I would photograph a model or, you know, a client doesn't matter I would still not learn everything the way I learn it with my own selfies so yeah. that's yeah because you understand how to take the right angle lens and the right angle shot for yourself because exactly. it's, it's you and you want to make yourself look pretty at times or yeah. all the time I don't even think or genuinely I really do think that you cannot take a bad selfie you personally me hundreds of them um but that being said i did want to because you mentioned across uh there was a question that someone asked me when they found out that i was going to be interviewing you today they were like please ask this so do you mind if i ask you this i know it's really early in the show but they're they're bugging me right now and they're texting me going have you asked her yet okay so um that my friend's an amateur photographer and she works in the hobby nature nature area like she loves hobby nature that kind of stuff Mm-hmm. Um, and she wants to start selling stuff. So she was looking at places like Redbubble and a few other places online. Um, mm-hmm. Is it better if she sent, sets up via Redbubble or if she starts up her own business and sells it through her own stuff? So like she, she controls everything. Mm-hmm. So what I would recommend is when she controls everything is to start on her own and find out Obviously, she will already found out community of people who she wants to sell. 
Mm-hmm. So if I would be in her shoes right now, I would start to get closer to the community and, you know, support community, be always there and kind of get your name out there. And sooner or, or later, excuse me, That's okay. Don't it. <laughs> uh, people start talking about you, people start seeing her. So instead of like, I would be more pushing on social media relationships because only that because it's like a word of mouth yeah you do you give something and you receive you always receive like in my case i give but i always always receive so i would advise her to be social in in the community who she wants to attract and just approach them that way and it's not that she's gonna approach them they they will approach her she just needs to be consistent she just need to show up and, you know, just know what she wants. Hmm. That's pretty cool. So this is just like really, really good for me just to know as well, just for her as well as myself. So kind of jumping away from the photography thing, because I really want to talk about it. I can talk about this until like, you know, I talk your ears off, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> when it comes down to like branding... I know it's another form of photography, so people are just getting mad at me here. I'm trying to change the subject, but also it, it's going to help your business. When you're mm-hmm. doing your branding, how how does it how different is it to do it? Um, like how different is it using photography that's existent and technologies online, or using like real photographs? Because I know some people like to use a Polaroid effect on the cameras, so they'll take the photo and then edit it so it looks like a Polaroid and then mail that to their clients? Like, speaking from a more um, effective standpoint, do you think digital photography is better or like printed out photography is better for branding? To be honest with you, I don't know anything about printed photography. Ah. Like, I I do everything digital and locally for clients, I give away CDs, I don't even print. And, um, you know, when I go away to, to take photos of the events, I always um, transfer it with the Drive, Google Drive, or whatever it is. Oh, see, that's pretty cool. That's smart. That's a good way of doing it. So from a business standpoint, like from a business... And you know what? There is, I don't know. There's so many places that are just don't do it anymore for some reason. Don't. There's a lot of people are, you know, I shouldn't say that. Like if you need advertising for a magazine or like... Um, city advertising they still do all the screens but for like people who i'm working with they mostly looking for digital copies oh yeah i I can imagine so um so question off of the whole sorry question off just a branding side of things especially with online and digital media if you were to what would be the best okay so the only way i can ask this is if i'm asking about myself uh, is that okay? Yeah, sure. Cool. So if you were to, if I was to find my brand, 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 and through business and stuff, what would be, what would be the best way to do that? Like if I was one of your clients, how would you do that? So if you would be my client to find your brand, yeah. if you would be, say, hi, hey, Tanya, how can I start branding myself, yeah. right? Is that yeah, correct? pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that's a good, very good question. And I love that because, you know, so many people did ask me about the same thing. How, for example, if I'm not a photographer, how I just go online and start, you know, talking, what, what, what do I say? 
And the first thing is to even identifying your brand, answer to the question, what do I love? Like, what do I love the most? First of all, without any start any branding, just answer the question, what do I love? What do I love doing? So whatever it is you love doing, you just create a story about it. It's always about you. Like, it's always about you. You're, uh, like, for example, you like taking videos. It's always about you doing videos. Or you share not, you know, the product, not anything that you sell. But it's about you because people, you know, we're human. We like to know everybody else's business, right? <laughs> so we always interested in, you know, how you feel, what you do. Why, why you doing it, you know, what's your emotion, what's your, everything about you. So, doesn't matter what it is, you just create a story about you, and it is always about you, you know. One of the examples I can, you know, tell, it's a, a, a story of a girl who inspired me. Uh, her name is Talia, she passed away a couple of years ago, but this girl, she, you know, she had cancer and she was like six years old and she started uh, branding her name as Talia and um, she loved makeup so she started you know doing makeup going through chemotherapy she was saying message I don't care how my head look like how bold I am look at my makeup I know there's a lot of people who are going through the same struggles, but I want to still look pretty, even though I don't have hair, but I still want to look pretty. And over two years, she get, got over one million followers, subscribers. She ended up being on TV. She ended up being everywhere, invited. And she was only six years old when she started, well, she, when she started you know kind of go on social media and YouTube and stuff like that but um, at the very end everyone knew about her like I mean TV like so many millions of people were just watching her and she just you know created story about her she made it interesting it's not only like about cancer and help me and all, all of that you know she was going through pain and people helped her her legacy was you know, how she can help others to still, you know, look pretty. And that's how she started branding herself. So you can start pretty much with anything. If you love makeup or if you love taking videos, photos, it's just all, to me, it's creating story, creating your, you know, what's your purpose, what you want to let others to know about you, what you want to let others to, you know, what they learn from you. And, you know, if people see it and feel it, they will attract and they will follow you and your brand will be just, you know, explode. They just, you know, you're going to create more and more followers every day. That's pretty cool. I think I remember Talia. She, yeah, she wasn't... Um... She was a massive inspiration for so many people. Yeah, yeah, you know her. Yeah, I remember she... watching her videos. By the way, to anyone out there that goes, "Oh, Adel watched a video about makeup tutorial," that's because he's wearing makeup. No, it's not Halloween yet, and I will be looking at her video on how to wear makeup in Halloween because my character, who I'm going as, has to wear makeup. So we'll post. I love that girl. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, man. But that's pretty cool. I mean, um, so you essentially draw out inspiration from everything you see. So, like, TV shows as well, I guess. Like, TVs and mo- TV yeah. shows and movies. Yeah. She, she was on my uh, on Cover Girl. Um, she was on TV. She was everywhere, like, at the end. When, but she started to get, you know, very sick and... Um, you know how you get publicity the more and more people was you know wanted to watch her and it was just sad at the end it was sad I'm like when I saw the post and you know she passed away I was very sad that day but you know I'm just so proud of this girl she created her brand in a matter of just a few years of millions of people just talking about her she didn't sell anything she was just talking about her she was just sharing her story yeah. And what you love doing? That's pretty cool. But I mean, do you ever use like movies and TV shows to influence what you're doing, or not at all? Uh, do I do I use As it? As in, like, do you watch movies and go, "Oh, that'd be a really cool way of building out my brand," or that's a really cool idea? No, no I was. I'm just looking at some inspirational stories, just like Talia, for example. I'm looking out for people who inspire, and I'm looking why they inspire, what they, what special they do, why they're so, you know, getting their names out there so fast, like, why so many people follow them, and I start to go step by step and learn what they do, and to me, it doesn't matter, like, some people say, um, you know, to be a great photographer, you have to follow other photographer right who is you know already there to me it doesn't matter um like of course i have photographer who i follow but i not just photographers i follow different people who you know achieve results and follow their footsteps that's pretty cool i mean i it's the same way i am with writers i there's certain writers i just love looking at and following um, especially with their branding and how they do things. I'm like, wow, I really want to be like that person over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, wow. Yeah, so uh, by the way, just uh, to give you a heads up as well, we're going to have the podcast is going to be a little bit shorter than it usually is simply because of a timing issue. So, guys, I know you might be wondering, how come it's a little bit shorter today? It's just the timing, that's <laughs> all it was. And obviously, you know, we'll, I'm, I'm sure we'll get Tanya on another point as well. But I did want to ask you something. Um, so, what what type of uh, what type of books do you like reading? Like when it comes down to like mindsets and stuff, because I know like being an entrepreneur and being a business person as well as a photographer, there's always inspiration. And like you said, you're always looking for inspirational things. What type of books do you like to read? Well, one of the books that inspired me, Think and Grow Rich. I just finished reading. I'm not reading. I'm listening books. <laughs> so it's I don't know. I find listing books while I'm doing something is much more productive yeah. for me personally. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> so, listening to them as well. Yeah, so Think and Grow Rich, Bob Proctor. I love The Art of Living from Bob Proctor. And I love the Tony Robbins, um, The Edge, series. The, um, like everything, like I'm just looking at my phone. <laughs> and uh, I just, just started The Edge from Tony Robbins. This is... You know, my favorite, I would say, Bob Proctor, The Art of Living. Um, you know, and the reason is because the way he explains things and the way he, you know, inspire people, it's, it's just so easy language, easy to uh, listen to me. Okay. Um, and um, what 
actually it's a good thing that you ask about books. What books do, do to me is whenever I listen the book, I create something. So the past of my two videos on the Facebook, I created and the language I was speaking, I was re uh, listening it again. I'm like, the language I was speaking, it was just from the book of I was just reading. It was just so inspiring and people were giving me feedback. Tanya, oh my God, it's so inspirational. Thank you for, you know, the information. I'm like, this is coming from the book I was just finished reading from Bob Proctor. I'm like, wow, this is cool to read books, actually. I, I never going to stop it. Yeah, it's something that's so powerful. Um, I've, I've unfortunately got far too many books to read right now. I think I'm, uh, I'm only starting to read books again because I went through a phase where I, couldn't, I, I didn't have my attention span wouldn't let me read uh, books at all. And now I'm reading about a book a week. So one, mm -hmm. like not listening, but actually reading. Listening books, I can go through those quite quickly because they're quite fun to, to, to listen to. Um, but man, that's really cool that you like those books. I'm going to have to check out the article. Sorry to interrupt you. How do you find uh, the time to read? Like, for example, a lot of people say, oh, I don't have time. You know, I'm um, uh, so busy to do things. And, you know, listening to those people, I'm like, yeah, right. I, I'm so busy too. I better listen to that. But I want to try, you know, to to read it too. But to me, the biggest challenge challenge for me, it's like time. You know, how I'm going to find this time? How do you find your time to read books? Oh, cool. Uh, well, I actually, this is going to sound strange, but because I live in London, um, and I live in I live in central London, so I live like, in the busiest part of London, uh, I mm -hmm. thankfully get a chance to, like, walk, and I get a chance to sit on the uh, on public transport on the tube. Because if mm -hmm. you live in the center of London, you don't drive, because it's, it's suicide to drive around here. It's so busy. You'll get nowhere. <laughs> Um, so what I do is I actually spend a lot of my, my spare time uh, when I'm going around on the on the trains and the underground here. Uh, I spend my time just reading because like there's I, I don't I whenever I do see my friends I, I spend time with them but most of the time I'm traveling on my own I'm going to the gym and whatever I'm doing so about twenty thirty minutes uh, each way I'm just sat there on the, mm -hmm. on the train reading books. Or if I'm waiting mm -hmm. for a train, I read a book. Or if I, I combine it with listening to music at the same time as well, because um, my attention span is really bad. <laughs> so like, I have to always be doing something, or else I'll just you know it just doesn't work for me. So I, I'll listen to like classical music while I'm reading to help my attention. I see. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I will have to do that too because um, I spend a lot of time with just girls, you know, playing in the park and doing their own thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's cool. Now you can probably hear my baby cat being, well, he's not even a baby, he's a full-grown cat, but he's just being a child. Um, but what I was going to say, uh, one of the things, I, one of the books I would definitely recommend uh, for you to check out if you haven't already done so is a book called uh, Unbranding Yourself. I think it's by Mark Echo. Oh, let me write it down. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's called Unbrand Yourself or something like that. Oh no, sorry, Unlabeled. That was it, Unlabeled. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's a book by Mark Echo, who is a designer, a fashion designer, uh, who did really well for himself. Um, but yeah, his his book is pretty good. I, I read it. It's on how to still have your message, still understand who you are without um, letting go of, without becoming a sellout, so to say, like without having people 
uh, change your perspective on life. Yeah, I will check it out out for sure. Everyone listening to this podcast, I definitely recommend it as well. You guys know I do love to read. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, So apart from that, like, okay, so if I was to ask you right now, just like what would be three things that someone has to do in order to get good at taking their own photos and branding themselves, what would you suggest? Okay. Okay. Um, the number one thing is figure out the audience you want to be around, like your niche. Okay. I think it's very important. And um, be social. Um, that's far as goes as for branding. As for taking photos, literally you can take photos with anything. You can take iPhone 6 or whatever iPhone you have and snap a photo and, you know, be good at a photo. If you want to go to the next step and, you know, take, you know, different photos, you can upgrade to a good camera. And just volunteer. For how I started as a photography, I did a lot of volunteering work since nobody knew who I am. I thought it makes no sense to spend a lot of money on advertising. Because there is a lot of advertisers, advertisers already there, so why don't I try to, you know, get out of my comfort zone and just go there and say, "Hi, my name is Tanya. This is what I can do for you." I know it's, you know, it sounds, you know, not always every day you're looking forward to do, but I did it, and that's what I recommend for everyone else who start you know, photography or anything like your new business is just go out there and just say, hey, my name is, you know, I, I want to do work for you and this is what I can do for you. And, you know, there are some people who will say, no, you know, we don't need your services. Thank you very much. But there are real people who say yes. And another thing, volunteering, it's work where you get no commission. So, for example, I went out to to do model portfolios, portfolios as I do right now. I went to local fashion shows, local fashion shows where I would go say, "Hi, my name is Tanya. I'm a photographer. Can I photograph your show for free? I will give you images. You take a look, and if you need me, you know, for future, if you need me to photograph your models, please give me a call." And 99% of time, it works very well for you if you volunteer first. That way, it's word of mouth, and people start talking about you, people see quality of your work, and that's how you get your name out there. And social, social, like I said, you have to figure out who you want to attract your niche. Since I wanted to sell and learn how to brand myself and learn how to market myself, so I surrounded myself with the people in marketing industry, and I start to basically support them. You know, I read through their posts, click like, comment, nothing else. All you have to do is just, you know, be social, be active, be open, and people will see you. So that's how I did it, and that would be my advice for everybody else who is starting. So socially, socially, sorry, it's going to take some time. Like, if if people start, like I start my Facebook from you know five likes on my picture to up to a few hundred likes 
but it takes time for people to get to know you. It takes time for me. It took probably about six months to get my profile up there, and locally, it it takes no time. Like it take right away. You can go and you can volunteer and you can do whatever. Like you can get clients almost the same day you start photography. Wow, that's amazing. Um, sorry, this that's just absolutely brilliant because it's so true. It's the same with like if you're to be a copywriter, the best thing to do is reach out to people and ask them if you can write for them and see what you can do next. It's how I it's how I got a very very lucrative job with one of my clients that I'm speaking to um, today. Uh, he, all I said to him was like, "Hey, you've been such an inspiration to me," and he had been an inspiration to me. I said, "I just want to work with you." Uh, you don't need to pay me. I just want to work with you. And he was like, well, I want to pay you because I know how good you are. So let's work something out. I was like, okay, I'm happy with this. So it works out quite well. But Tanya, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Um, so the site for everyone to go to is tanyawillis.com. That's tanyawillis.com. You'll check it out in the links in the description below. Uh, and please bother her as much as possible because she's an amazing photographer, even if it's just getting questions out there. I'm sure, Tanya, you don't mind if people send you questions, do you? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, guys, have fun with that. Message Tanya. Thank you again for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. Me. Hopefully, I'll have you on again for a little bit longer. <laughs> Thank you.